Well, greetings, Gundam Maniacs. Welcome to this episode of the Gundam Explained Show. It is uh, February 23rd. I'm Adam Blue, joined by Steven. What's up, man? Oh, you know, it's always a good day. A great lunch break when I can talk about Gundams. I'm excited to hear about... I, I saw the thumbnail and I was like, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun to talk about here in a second. Because, uh, yeah, you know, it's like as... When I'm working on Gunpla, it's like I want to do it right, but you, you're you going to fail. And I think, yeah. you know, I've even learned from you, not that you're one to fail, but you do some pretty crazy projects. And, like, I get to see, you know, during your live streams or watching your process. So we can see those natural mistakes that come up, and it's made me a little more brave to do yeah. customs. Um, fail gracefully. If you, yeah. if you have to fail. <laughs> yeah, and even, so link, obviously link in the description for your channel. But yesterday on your stream, you used Blender and I guess some STL files of mobile suits from a game, and you created like a sort of like a, a diorama statue piece. Um, yeah, yeah. I like I like to think of it. You know, there's there's artists out there who don't really draw, but they'll take things in Photoshop and they'll composite. You know, like hey, I, I photoshopped you know uh, the Hulk on on the moon or something like that. That's basically what we were doing, but in 3D, where it's like, we're going to take some 3D objects, we're going to create a little statue, and it's actually still printing, so. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, I can't wait <laughs> I, to see I knew that. it was going to be like a nine-hour job, so. Uh, yeah, so if you guys haven't watched it, it's, it's the link in the description for his video yesterday where he put it together, and I guess you're printing it, and then it'll be cool to see once it's done. Um, yeah. But, um, well, thanks everyone that's joined in the chat so far. Rogue New Type for being the first. Good, good job on that. Usually it's Robert. We got Ultronomous, Neo X, Ian Hansen, Armad, good to see you. The other MC, good to see you. The other MC is another fellow Gundam YouTuber. Be sure to uh, check out his content. Um, Dan Vince Goose, uh, Type Sad. Hi and good day. Hopefully I said that right. Zombie Painter. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, good to see you guys. Glad um, yeah, you can make it for today's little show. As Steven mentioned, I'm about to talk about this Gumpla disaster I had. But also, I wanted to talk a little of Seed versus Wing, uh, because, like, the more I, you know, got into Wing, and then Seed, and then really seeing the discussion in forums when people are talking about Wing and Seed, like, now I have the context. So I kind of wanted to talk more about that, because I found that interesting. And then some cool uh, GBO2 news as well. Um, but yeah, other than that statue that you're making, Stephen, did you happen to get into any other Gundam-related stuff this week? Uh, yeah, actually, shout out to uh, Rogue New Type for sending me this uh, Type 61 main battle tank STL. Um, it's probably not going to focus on on it on my camera here, um, but uh, this thing is pretty sweet looking. It's actually fully articulated. the uh, The top rotates, the barrels of the cannons move up and down. Um, that came out pretty well. This is a one to one forty fourth scale too, so it will make for some pretty sweet dioramas. I hope. Yeah, that that's really neat. Because you showed me that earlier, and it's like, man, I want to bust out my three D printer, but you you're using a resin printer, which probably has better results for something like that than like the filament. I, I think so. Um, I I don't think that the model was intended for a resin printer though, because oh. I. Uh, it was it was pretty tight to put together, and I busted out the old micrometer, and it <laughs> turns out that the cavity in which the 
the tank top fits into the body is about 12.6 millimeters and the top of the tank itself is 13 millimeters so i don't know about you but that math doesn't yeah <laughs> if yeah <laughs> okay i see that's interesting yeah depending on i mean because i think at first a lot of people kind of default to the filament 3d printers because i think those are just the easiest the cheapest you can just like build one really yeah. but with those filament or the um resin ones there's a lot more to it yeah, yeah. And especially handling the resin, too. That's like a, a whole other thing, right? Right. There's safety concerns. You know, yeah. you got to have got to have all your your PPE, I guess. Would, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you yeah. Know, your gloves and, and respirator if uh, if it is a particularly noxious resin. Uh, I've, I've been fortunate all the resins I use are not not fume heavy. So, oh, well, yeah, that reminds me of like when I'm doing my airbrushing, I'm getting like the water based acrylics. I'm using the less. For now, you know, in the future, I might find a difference between getting paints that have toxic chemicals in them, but maybe have a better finish to it. I don't know. Um, but they, until they I get one of those, level a little bit better. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that's good to know. But until I get one of those like exhaust systems, I'm just gonna go with the water-based stuff for no, now. Just get you a box fan. Actually, I found a, a guy on YouTube that made an air purifier uh, by taking a box fan and then just measuring out the you know the size of it. And just picking up like a an air filter from Lowe's and like taping it to the back of it, and so it pulls oh. all of the air through the backside of it. That would literally work, huh? Yeah, hmm. it's like a forty dollar like project right there. Yeah, because then, it, yeah, not only could it be cheaper, but you can essentially make it better for your needs, like depending on where you're trying to set it up. Yeah, now that's and you can swap neat... out the filter whenever you need to. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. That's almost like customizing for your customizing. Um, yeah, dude, that's that's Inception right there. Um, oh, so see in the chat, um, there's some seed is better. Seed wins this round. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see about that. Um, uh, so Neo X is saying, how much is that? But I don't know what you're referring to. Um, Rogue New Type is out here just doing the Lord Kira Jesus Yamato's work. Man, another seed reference. I hate to let you guys down. Um, but I wanted to start with, you know, I did that video that released recently where I took, you know, the, the just the classic GM model kit. But I did like, and I, I wish there was a term for this. Maybe there is, Steven. It's like, for me, a straight build is just when you open it and build it. But what yeah. if you are then adding just enough details to make it accurate? Is there like a another term for that? Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay. I mean, maybe I'll make something. But, up. but yeah, I, I tend to I tend to operate in that same realm where it's like I don't I don't do like whole body paint jobs very often, but yeah. like you know just little touches. I, I I love the way that you mummified that GM head <laughs> yeah. just to get the. <laughs> The gold hey, I had to get those Volgas. I didn't. It's like, man, how can I get it looking good? It just, and it's funny. You brought it up, and I always think of this. It's that, uh, that, uh, wait, mask twice, paint once, or something. I forget what yeah, there you go. from the measure twice thing. Like, I love that philosophy because I've enjoyed taking my time masking because, yes, the paint job turns out really good. Um, and I, yeah, I love how those, uh, those Vulcans are nice and yellowy. Um, yeah, but also I did a <clears throat> flat top coat to this again. I, I 
build the kit, gloss, panel line, paint, top coat. Now, I then, I couldn't find the GM2, so I was working on the GM3. I finished building it and it was really cool, so then I did the gloss top coat. Now, what I wanted to do was try to save money on my top coat, so I went and got the Krylon uh, gloss top coat because you brought it up before. I don't know if it was with the gloss, but also on YouTube videos, people use the Krylon and it works. Yeah. And when I did it, and you might be able to see some of it on here, it just started um, sort of uh, <laughs> texturing. So, and okay, it looks even funkier because then, so I got the, the top coat, this gloss top coat had this like texturing on it. I'm like, okay, I did something wrong. One thing I think I did wrong was having the can too far away when I was spraying. Because when I was watching other videos with the, the big cans, people were actually closer and just being quicker. And I was like, okay, maybe because it's far away, the droplets are just kind of sitting there. The That's humidity true. was under 30. So I, I thought, you know, everything should have been well. No but um, I, and maybe, so, okay, so someone brought up using a, a hairdryer to sort of heat up the surface, kind of get it to melt and uh, even out. Oh, no. And, you know, I had a lot of work to do. I think this was the day before yesterday. So what I did was I set up my own heater that I have in here for when it's cold. And then I s stood up the Gumpla in front of it and just checked it. I'm like, okay, that's just the right amount of heat. I just have to get back to it really quick. I can't stay on this meeting long. And I forgot. And I'm just sitting there doing my meeting and I hear something fall over. And it was the GM3. And I'm like, wait a minute, if it fell over, something must have happened. And yeah, sure enough. What happened initially was the, the plastic that was holding the little part there fell off so that the whole thing came off. But if you look closely, like you can see where it's been all warped yeah. and like melted. Um, and it didn't see fix like, the gloss coat. Like there's, a, there's like a curvature to it from the air that was blowing on it that yeah. it like pushed it back. Yeah. Um, so You know, it's funny because... Uh, yesterday when when i was 3d modeling that zeta and i applied that filter and it turned into like a claymation zeta there you go you look just like that here. i know that was the first thing i thought too when i saw that how it's like yeah like curved it all and made it all marshmallowy so really the plan with this is i'm going to just make it a damaged custom whatever and i'm going to make it where it's like a beam weaponry pretty much fried it like from a Xeon uh, Cruiser. What would what are those called? Murasai? Is there another name for like the later UC Xeon class cruisers? Um, probably or, like a Guazine, something like uh, that. Okay. Um, yeah. That that's another video I need to make. Yeah. On oh, the yeah, cruisers. The, I just ship lore. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, I did do that video with the mobile suit like technology. Which yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't watched that, check that out. Especially if you just want to, like, hear someone read the Gundam wiki. I mean, I'm here for you. But, um, no, but so anyway, yeah, the plan then with this, this was, my, my goal was to do again, like I did with my GM, just another, like, straight, accurate build. I don't know what you call that. But, yeah, now this is going to go into a diorama where I'm going to find some other Axis-style suits that would go good against this. Maybe have it, like, sit in there, get some, like, electric wiring and have it, like, come out the leg parts. You know, fun little stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah and it's, it's always fun to kind of, like, upcycle those types of things. Like, for instance, uh, I've been drinking some Voss water just 
for the for the sole purpose of using them as the colony laser tubes in a, a Zeta Gundam diorama. So I'm it's, well hydrated this week. <laughs> but have you gotten any further with that yet? With uh, I have all six water bottles empty and you know stripped the labeling off and everything. I am I, I need to 3D print some some greeble to go onto the uh, caps. I think that basically the cap is going to be where it mounts. And then I will drill a hole in here for the light to come through. Wow. That's going to be got. pretty I sick. I actually have a, uh, let's see if I can reach it. So this is an LED uh, tracing table. And uh, it's got three, you know, light settings on it. And so basically I'm going to have this sitting underneath the diorama. And that's going to be my light source for all of the tubes because it just generates a nice even light. Wow. Across. Is something like that expensive? No, this was like twenty bucks, maybe. Wow, probably a little more expensive than you would want to spend on a on a diorama. But I was I using it for tracing too. So no, yeah, I don't know. That's actually pretty interesting to have something like that. I didn't know that existed. Like just a thin LED light, but yeah, yeah it can be used for a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're into if you want to be a YouTuber and you want to have like you know your LED light panel to Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> multiple <laughs> up. No, that's actually pretty neat. That that would be cool to see that. When when are you expecting to either ramp up work on it or even have it finished? Well, this week I'll definitely ramp up work on it. I do have to finish building the O. So I have a high grade the O that I haven't built yet. I've got the oh, Yakushiki. I've yeah. got the um, the Cubile, but haven't finished building the O yet. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That was a good one. I actually need to get that one. I am missing that from my Zeta collection. Um, it's 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 a large one too. <laughs> it it feels like a master grade in its size. Yeah, I got to see it in person. It's always once you see certain mobile suits next to others in person or the scale of them, then you kind of really get an idea of the size. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, that happens a lot. Sometimes yeah, you'll get a kit. Or even a robot spirits and be like, hmm, this is smaller than I thought. Or, wow, this is bigger than I thought. Kshatriya, for instance. When I got the robot spirits of that, it was way bigger oh, yeah. uh, than I thought. Um, hi, New Daniel. Hi, hi, New Daniel. Uh, thanks for joining us. Nike. Um, Adam could have this in a hangar diorama. Yeah. Yeah, I need to have more dioramas built. And I want to do kind of like what you're doing where you have the uh, hangar deck uh, behind oh, yeah. you. I love it. That's always... Uh... I need to cycle out the mobile suits because I feel like the uh, Psycho Gundam is commanding a little too much real estate. <laughs> no, that's cool. And canonically, was the Psycho Gundam ever on the Argama hangar deck? No. No. Okay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. Um, no, that's cool. So, um, I so really next the so I have this sniper GM sniper that I built and. This is really the next thing I was going to detail on top coat, but really after the GM3 issue, even though I had a great time with the GM, I'm probably going to have to practice on something else or just go back and get the more expensive, uh, what Mr. Hobby um, gloss top coat. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I did get the uh, Tamiya X22, which is for the airbrush, because that's supposed to also um, help get good coverage. You know, yeah. for the amount, but be, in 
I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm thinking that top coat stuff does have the extra chemicals in there, and I'm not in a well-vented area for that versus the water base. So True. Yeah, I might so wait that's, um, that. yeah, that would be an outside job for sure. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so next up, I am going to, oh, don't tell me it's blinking on me again. Uh, I'm going to go to the screen share real quick. Um, although, like I said, it's blinking, which is annoying. This is just a Wirecast feature, <laughs> but... <laughs> it's not a bug. It is indeed a feature. It must a... be. I mean, this is like the rave setting. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But, okay. So, which is the better series? And I want to get with Chad on this, too, to get some more detailed analysis. But between Wing and Seed, 52% voted Wing as the better series over Seed. Okay, but I'm seeing the more vocal people are all about seed. So, um, interesting. interesting. First, I want to ask you, Stephen, wing and seed, which do you prefer? Or which do you like more? I guess there's other ways to do it, because what would you be yeah, willing to watch again? Idea. But what also had maybe a more cohesive and interesting so, I so I have a complex relationship with uh, with Seed. So, like, you know, I voted Wing, but um, I think a lot of that's nostalgia factor. You know, we, we all were there in the 90s when, when Wing dropped on Toonami. Um, I did not like Seed, but I did enjoy, you know, Seed Destiny up until um, Kira became the, the main character again. Um, so, like, I actually enjoyed Seed Destiny. Um, if, if I were to isolate that, and th then I would prefer Seed Destiny over Wing, but Wing is still okay. better than Seed. If we were to have like a little triumvirate. <laughs> well, that's actually a good point, and I'll ask Chat that also. So you're saying though, Destiny itself is kind of more of a worthy contender when we're talking about Seed and Wing. Just... That's the way I would look at it. I mean, well, because Seed Destiny is basically a remake of Zeta Gundam. You know, they're they're not. They're not shy about, uh, okay. you know, saying that it is. So obviously, it's got a special place in my heart. Um, but you know, okay. Well, I will say that you know, again, I just watched Wing last year for the first time. I never saw it back in the nineties. Um, <laughs> yeah. And again, I've so brought no it up before. Goggles there. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I've brought it up before that. Like, I totally was not into that stuff back back yeah. then. My, my favorite part of your review was just like. Wing is bad. So that's what's cool about about then me getting nostalgia for Wing, even though it was only last year, but I'm watching Seed right now. And I say right now, but I, I, I guess I haven't watched it for the past two weeks. Like I'm on episode twenty something. Okay. And it's just it's just it it it's it's almost like really when we talk about these AI algorithms spitting out something that doesn't look right. I used to think I used to describe Wing that way, but no, no, no. That seed Wing is a writer on psychedelics. Seed is the AI trying to make a Gundam. Okay, um, I like that. Hunter because Gundam. When I think back to my time with Wing, I enjoyed how insane. The character motivations and next steps were nothing made sense. I didn't know what to expect, you know, with the wing characters. Yeah. And then when it had the animation, it's 
There, there's another thing I think that hurts Seed in a way, and that's when I think it's one of the first that they used a computer to do the animation. Even though it was still hand-drawn, it was done digitally, whereas Wing was still done classically. And yeah. Wing just has that look. That's almost like almost top tier of when you get to like 90s like animation. Um, like yeah. when I think of Wing sometimes in animation, like the thing that pops in my head is heavy arms in the street shooting. And that might even be Endless Waltz shooting. And like just the light, the contrast, the animation just looks excellent. Yeah, everything was a little darker, a little grim. You yeah, know, I, I think that um, 0083 has the same sort of animation style to it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, really, and and but I think it's a little unfair because I still need to finish Seed, and I do think the the follow ups to those Gundam shows are part of the whole thing. So I would also yeah. need to really see Destiny, um, to get an idea. So, um, looking at this real quick, um. Rogue New Type is saying, I'm a Wing fanboy, so Wing. Nike, yep. right now I prefer Glory of the Losers over the original TV. Is Glory of the Losers the manga? I believe so. Okay. Neo X, Gundam Seed is just, I don't know how to even say this. I mean, it's fun to watch, but it gets a bit too serious. Same thing for Wing. Seed has better mobile suits and better battles. Animation is good. So, I would say... Like, when it comes to the type of mobile suit designs I like, C does have the better mobile suits. But wing mobile Fair. suits are very interesting to have to be for their gimmickness. You know, because yeah. they're based on a gimmick, each one, and I think it's a good design around that. Um, this other part about it being too serious, the th yeah, that's the thing with Seed is it seems to take itself seriously. Whereas wing... It, it's taking its goofiness seriously, and I, I think that's it has right. a different feeling to it, you know. Um, let's see, and then um, Nike's saying, "Are you talking about the original seed or remaster seed?" And I've been watching the remaster, so I don't know much of a difference. But it's like I can tell. It's funny when I watch seed; it reminds me of when I was like in high school, or yeah, and I would get home from school. And my little brother would be watching cartoons. Whatever the cartoons were at that time, like, it has that look. Early 2000s, like... That's a very, like... Yeah, I... I it's, a, it's an esoteric way of describing it, but I, I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. And so that's what... That's the feeling I get from it. And, and so what I learned about watching the original 0079 is, like, I've got to put the judgment of the appearance aside in order... And so... For Seed, I've pretty much been able to do that, but the way the main character Kira is, like, it's, and when I want to say it's, like, super serious and dramatic, but it's not, like, the dramatic, serious tone of Wing, it's more like a melodramatic, like, uh, I, I'm having trouble feeling for the characters because they're very emotional about each scene, and it's like, yeah, I, that, yeah so... I think you and I have had conversations in the past on, on both of our channels about, you know, writing in general and like, you know, you need a certain amount of um, viewer buy in where you need yeah. you need the viewer to care about things. Um, so it always helps when the characters in the story care about what's going on and they, you know, maybe even are melodramatic about it. Maybe the characters care about what's going on more than the viewer does. That always helps draw mm. them in. But, but yeah, there definitely needs to be something else, and I'm not sure what that X factor is that 
that really pushes the viewer over the edge. That's like, okay, I'm committed. I am, you know, I'm on board with this story. Um, Cause sometimes you're watching it and you're just like, you know, man, these guys are whiny. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and I've thought about that too. Sometimes I feel like it has to, I feel like there's like three, three like categories that makes a good Gundam show. And I even forgot what they are. Uh, I think one's animation, one's sound, and one is... And by animation, I think I'm also including, like, design, and then one's yeah, sound, and like one's, a design. one's plot. And sometimes you can have the two, and, it, and it's fine. I think I described that differently in another video. But basically, it's like, yeah, there seems to be... Because Seed, awesome design. Seed, even the music is epic in Seed. But I guess it's the plot. It's just, it's not doing anything, and so when the characters are dramatic about things, it's like, uh... But it could be one of those things, and I've talked about this before with video games, like how a new game will come out, and I'm like, ah, that's been done. Seed is just an example of something that, of course it's been done, but they're just trying to get a new generation into it. And I, yeah. and that could be part of it. It's like, eh, this plot, nothing interesting about it, but I appreciate the music, the uh, mobile suit designs. Um, sure. so going back here, um, Zombie Painter, both stories are kind of mad, but the suits make it enjoyable. It's wing for me. Web Fox yeah. 100, I'll pick Seed, but if you include Seed Destiny, then I'll be more 50-50. Okay, another... Interesting. Another okay. for Destiny. Neo X, but in the morning also has not the best anime, so they always redo everything, but they do have really good mobile suits. The characters, I do not like them. Uh, you're ridiculous. So... Maybe I didn't really get that entirely, but maybe yeah, how the characters sometimes are a little ridiculous, yeah. Well, and then um, how do you feel about just the... Uh, so, you know, you've talked about the, the mecha design. How do you feel about the character design of Seed versus Wing? Because I know that one yeah. of the big complaints about Seed is that, you know, without yeah. the hairstyles, if you just shaved all their heads, they, they're all the same character. Yeah, I, I do not like the Seed designs at all. And I, I don't know how much of that makes it where then, yeah, I can't buy in, like you say, to the characters. I wonder if that's a thing, uh, and I, because I'm trying not to be judgmental of the visuals, but sure. you know, to dictate if I like the story or not. But yeah, the characters, I can't really be pulled in from them. Anytime they're trying to make a a female character seem like a waifu, I can't because <laughs> the design. Um, even like Kira, like I can't, I can't see where I fit in with him as the person trying to be pulled into the main character like I have trouble yeah connecting with him and, and it's like and it's tough, with, you know you don't see a lot of internal conflict going on with Kira the way that you do with some other Gundam protagonists like you know where you got Amuro you know the, the classic line yeah. getting the Gundam Amuro is like you know Amuro's struggling with stuff beyond just fighting against Char. He's he's got some internal battles that he's fighting. You don't kind of see that in Kira. You definitely don't see it in Hero. Uh, from Wayne. yeah, and that's what's interesting about Seed too, because it 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 seems like Kira is just there because he's there, even though he would be with Zaft technically because he's the coordinator. But like, yeah, it seems like his conflict is more of his friend. Then really, the overall, this is what's going on in everyone. I don't know. And hey, it might expand as I get more into it. But um, with Wing, th that's where I think it works. Because Hero comes off as an 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger protagonist in a way. Where like nothing really matters. He's just going to come in and do some badass stuff that typically people would be like, that can't work. But he does it. <laughs> and then... Right. 
I, I can't remember uh, ever falling, you know, 35 feet in the air, wearing nothing but bike shorts and just getting up and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the, oh, yeah. The, and, okay, so back to the character designs. Like, I, Wing is okay for me, that, that, those designs. Sure. But I, I've got to say one thing I've learned about watching a lot of anime recently is I, when a design is really, it catches my eye, like I'm really into it. Like, um, like I would even say, I like 0079, but some of the Zeta and Double Zeta, even to an extent Shars Counterattack, kind of went into a certain direction with character designs where they're very, I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes with the eyes too, the eyes are more narrow. And I mean, that's kind of a weird thing, but like Gunbuster, for instance, I love the character designs in that. Um, uh, what was, yeah, Macross. So I'm watching that. And even then, I like, I like the character designs of Macross. But I've noticed with anime over a period of time, there's like eras or short generations of like how anime characters look. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, Ian. Wing and Seed have two of my favorite suits in it. I am torn of choosing between the two. I do like Seed Destiny more than Seed Proper. Okay, so that's another person saying that they do like, and not just any person, but Ian, saying that he does like Seed Destiny more than Seed. And yeah, I've noticed, Ian, that yeah, Ian's really into Wing and Seed. Um, yeah. Yeah, those are, those are his. That, that's pretty cool. Ultronomous, I think Seed Destiny does more with the story than Seed, moving more pieces. Okay. Neo Zex is Beast Boy, maybe Best Boy? Well, Unless... both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. <laughs> Ultronimus. Uh, Seed, I believe, was the first that did digital and used a ton of animations repeatedly, which can be glaring. And that could be what I'm noticing. Rogue now, New Type. Also I don't did know. recycle animation a lot. Um, it, were there any others that did that a lot, too? Um... Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Because sometimes um, you can tell. I think Zeta might have done it sometimes with the Mark II, where it has this yes. certain pose where it's like coming up on the screen with its rocket or something. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but, but sometimes I mean, it's not too often. Right, yeah. If you recycle it a couple of times, that's fine. But yeah, when you when you start seeing the same background, that, that's always the dead giveaway, where it's like, oh. wait a second, they were in the desert a second ago, but like I see buildings in this clip of heavy arms shooting, like where those buildings come, like it's. No, that reminds me actually, Wing does that with the, um, is it the Taurus? There's this thing where it's like three of them will come onto the screen. And I remember in Wing, it would be like the same animation of the three appearing and shooting, like one at the top and then two, they'd appear yeah. shoot. And I was like, wait a minute, that's, but sometimes that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. especially for grunt suits like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, Rogue Newtube, I don't know why, for me, the most seed suits are overdone in design, tech, and color choices, a little too fantastical for me. Um, yeah, I don't know, I, really, I, I can't say I really like the seed design, because I don't really have anything seed. So maybe there is some truth to that. Um, let's see, Dan Vince, three elements in my opinion, characters, music, and robots. Yeah, I think those are good three strong ones to... To go by, because here's the thing, sometimes uh, characters, I don't care, but if they make them compelling enough, I think that really makes a show or series a lot more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. um, Neo X, Tall Geese is the best suit in Gundam Wing, and I think a lot of people would agree. Uh, same with Dan Vince. 
Okay, so yeah. Neox, Deceit, this song starts way too similar. As you said, I do have to agree with you. If you shave the hair, they're all just the same. Unless you meant for <laughs> Yeah, uh, but with different clothes. But in Gundam Wing, you can uh, see who they are. Yeah. Now, Again, both, yeah. Both Seed and Wing suffer from everybody wearing uniforms. Um, you know, all the time. There, there are some. There are some outfits that you see recycled in 0079 and in Zeta, but sometimes you'll see. You know, Amuro and Camille have different outfits that they'll wear. Camille wears yeah. his like little sweater with his uh with his collared shirt underneath, or That's Amuro right. will wear his jean jacket and turtleneck combo. Um, classic 80s look. I'm just saying. Yeah. We need to bring back the uh the denim jacket and turtleneck. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you see a little bit more of a lifelike, you know, they, they wear other clothes. They don't just walk around in their uniforms all day. The you way know, that that's Zex a good point, because in Seed, when I think we're introduced to Kira, he's wearing like the Michael Jackson style, <laughs> like leather jackets with the chains or something. I don't, I forget, but I remember yeah. being like, what is he wearing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Hey, Brian Zanichelli, good to see you. Neo X, Gundam Wing also has better music in, uh, and reality, Gundam Seed. It has this techno kind of music, but in Gundam Wing, it has this rock. It has just good music. Notice that, but you know the character. So I tried to get through that paragraph, but I, I agree. The music is actually pretty good across both, and, and Wing has a more eclectic variety of music, and I think Agreed. that kind of helps also because it keeps it fresh as you're watching it. Yeah. Um, well, and they're both very suited to the era in they in which they came out. You know, oh, like that that, that type true. of trance music, and then also the rock music that you hear in Gundam Wing is so mid to late nineties. Yeah. And then the uh, you know the music that you get in Seed is is so early aughts. It's like man, they nailed those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And and I guess that's just kind of a thing. And I, if I don't know if it's Japanese culture or whenever they have these bigger productions they make sure music fits that kind of what's popular then to really grab people because yeah in in japan it seems like pop music is a bigger deal for anime than in the west usually the west it's either no music or some basic orchestra uh thing uh for shows yeah that that's interesting um to be honest that would put me off like before i was into anime like the idea of like an anime starting with a pop song or, you know, it's like, that was just another th barrier where I was like, I'm not into that. Right. Glad, glad I got over well, that. Well, and then it's like, it would be kind of weird if you think about, like, you know, modern TV shows in the West. Like, oh, we're going to get the weekend to do the uh, to do the opening theme song for uh, Book of Boba Fett. Like, what? <laughs> what, you mean insane. they only did it over a weekend? No, no, like, what? if they got, like, the weekend, the artist. Oh, <laughs> If they got okay, like, I get it. Yeah. Know, oh, yeah. Or, or you know, very Gaga good point. Whoever, whoever's the pop star of the week. Like, are are you kidding? You would, you would like have the Mandalorian soundtrack done by you know Post Malone or something like that. It's like that's no, weird. I totally agree with you. That is a very interesting point too because I am not familiar with any of the artists that make this music for like even Witch for Mercury. Yeah, that's a pretty cool banger, but I don't know who those people are. I, so there's not that contextual, like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, if Mandalorian did have an artist. Now, but see, that that's what's, uh, like, a personal thing for me. If Mandalorian or Star Wars started having, like, black metal music playing, like, for Sith stuff, then that's, like, that works. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it, it's weird because, yeah, music and artists, they, they have this sort of vibe that they give off. 
almost like their own world. So like if they're making music for an IP, it almost like makes the worlds clash. Yeah, I remember even when I was a kid and movies would come out with soundtracks that would be separate from the score. It would be, here's a bunch of yeah. popular artists. And I would be like, why are these bands making music? But like The Offspring did a song for Batman uh, forever, right. but they just did a cover of a Damned song, which is a band from the 70s. So it's like, it doesn't make any sense, but it's just there to be there, uh, to sell that visibility, yeah. you know, which cross promote. Which I'm, I'm sure that's what's going on in Japan, too. It's just more embedded in a way, so it doesn't come off as, I don't know. And maybe, I mean, we do it with with movies, I guess. You know, Seal did Batman Forever and yeah. like Kiss from a Rose and all that stuff. So we do it with, like, larger budget um, IPs, but we don't that's do true. it with television shows. And so that's what I think is kind of interesting is it's like. And you know what? Batman Forever did that. That was when Joel Schumacher took over and it was getting a little more lighthearted and they were mm-hmm. trying to make it more mass appeal so that's even though they had prince in the first batman it it fit they kind of buried it in the i mean like right right it kind of fit because it was the music in the movie that had to do with the parade i think that's when prince music started in the original batman um maybe some other scenes that or when uh the joker started tearing up the museum yeah that's right yeah (laughs) yeah so it's it's yeah it's very interesting how music is used. There's no right or wrong way, really. Um, yeah, okay, so going back to here, um, Ultronimus is saying Kira is more about showing off both sides, uh, how both sides of the war are people, with him being friends with uh, Athron, but uh, neither wanting to fight the other. Yeah, that's like the main thing, him and his friend, and he's like not wanting to fight him, but he does anyway. Um, yeah. And then Brian's saying, I haven't gotten to Seed and Wing, but it might be interesting to see them. Yeah, I think it's worth checking them out. Um, you know what? Zombie Painter is saying, I've only just recently started watching the UC fully. JFC, it's crazy how they show the effects and onset of PTSD. Yeah, so that is a cool thing about UC when I started watching it is how mature the themes are, how adult the themes are. And and they really do work within the limitations of their time. So, like, for instance, you know, you might say, like, okay, the the animation quality isn't isn't as good as as modern animation quality. But I beg to differ because I think that you see them using animation in subtler ways to convey messaging. So, like, one of the effects that they love to use in the original 0079 series is, like, the close-up on a character's face, and then they just shake a little bit. You know, it's like, mm. and it's to convey that horror. So it's like you you get a still shot of, and then this is just in the first episode, you get the still shot of all of these civilians that have just been shot um, by a, the Zaku. And then you get a close up of Amaro's face and it's just like a very subtle little yeah. shake. And that's all you really need to convey what's going on. You don't need this dramatic, like, you know, shouting into the sky kind of. And, and so when you rely on those type of heavy set pieces for animation, you end up with that kind of melodramatic feel that you get in seed, but really they were only doing it to save on animation budget in the seventies. And you know, but it, it, it works so much better. That's interesting. You say that, you know, cause it makes me think too. A lot of times when I think of the framing of the shots in the original double 79, a lot of it's amazing. And I've read in some places that a lot of times anime back then was referred to as like, moving manga 
like that's all it was and and it could be that a lot of times when you're framing for a scene or shot or conveying emotion in a manga you have to do it in a certain way where i guess when they were maybe at that time in animation there's a lot of artists that are drawing in a manga way so that right. it does have a very nice framing it's it's almost like it's relying on the framing of the shot and then adding kind of little subtler things like you were talking about um yeah yeah because that, that that's true the action scenes are probably a lot better in wing and seed than in the original series if you could take like yeah. the, the the mecha action from those series and drop them into the character animations of 0079 i yeah. think that you'd have like the perfect series yeah good point because some of the coolest mecha action scenes in 0079 have to do with more still shots when something happens like when amuro comes down with his beam saber you know after slicing someone it's not a lot of movement but it's just framed nice and it looks cool exactly so. all right i'm gonna jump back into here a lot of cool stuff in chat um yeah ian is saying since you are watching the seed remaster there isn't too much different from the original run other than it now being hd and they added a couple of scenes and they also added the perfect strike gundam Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Nike, thoughts on Gundam anime reusing animation scenes? And I guess we talked about that a second ago, but I think it's one of those things where it's okay as long as it's not, like, overdone. Yeah. It's um, not like Power Rangers where you get a, a six-minute morphing oh, sequence every episode. <laughs> well, okay, good point. Would you, like, so Rich for Mercury is one where, and I'm not going to complain, but it didn't have that much mecha action. If they would add more mecha action, but it required them to reuse animation. Would you choose that? Or would you go with them less mecha action, expanding the story? I, I wonder. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have an answer to that. Um, uh, did Adam just call Kira Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah. He I did. did. <laughs> he, he is not Michael Jackson. Um... Dan Vince, for what it's worth, Camille looks sharp in that Tetons jacket. He still should have kept it. That's true. And I like yeah. how you used Tetons just then. That's, like, super accurate. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Ian, Seed and Seed Destiny has really good opening themes. TM Revolution is the best. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I do like, I haven't seen the Destiny one, but I do, I'm on the second opening of Seed, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, and Zombie Painter's talking about the Gacked song for the Zeta films. I haven't watched, I've only watched the Zeta trilogy once because I love the show better. But the Zeta trilogy has some of the most badass animation we'll get in Gundam. Yep. But I don't like the song, but I think it's because I just haven't heard it enough. Right. And I mean, Gacked is definitely a... Uh... I don't want to say an acquired taste, but I mean, Gact himself is like a, a cultural icon. You know, that would be like the Japanese Michael Jack or no, he's not Japanese. I think he's Korean. Correct me if I'm wrong. Chad, oh, really? But... So he's a big artist. That... Oh, yeah. Oh, OK. Um, and so like, you know, partnering with Gundam, that's like, you know, that's par for the course for him. He's always. OK. OK, I see. Emotional um... stuff. Uh, Nike's saying, yeah, imagine CW DC shows having anime opening theme songs. And just think of, like, showing, like, the actors standing there all smug and, like, the camera zooms in on their face slowly as they turn and then it morphs into another character. <laughs> it's like so. 
Uh, yeah. It, I think I'm going to have to uh, do like a little edit from like, I don't know, Supernatural or something. And I'll Oh, yeah, <laughs> you should do that. Uh, <laughs> that also reminds me, did you know there was a, a Clerks cartoon like back either late yeah. 90s or early 2000s? And they yeah, had like a weird kick of like, so Clerks was one. There was a Dumb and Dumber cartoon, believe it or not, that oh, came out. Oh, wow. A well, mask cartoon. But oh, yeah. yeah, the mask. Well, the Clerks was actually really good. And there was one episode where they interrupt and say, you know, um, we ran out of budget for this episode. So we had a, a Korean studio finish it. And then the rest of it's like a wacky anime. <laughs> and, and it even has it where... Someone and it, you guys got to watch it. I'll link to it in Discord. But like, some boy gets into a car and then it transforms and blood like comes out of the seams of the car as <laughs> it's running away. And I was like, that. Oh, that's wild. Um, and then they're like, they're all in the car, like talking about their plan. They're like, who's driving? And they're like, bears driving. How can that be? And they move over and there's a bear driving the car. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's hilarious. Um. Big American Party, RB796. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Man, a lot of good chat in here. Um, oh, Bandai owns a record company. That's why they have those type of pop songs. Thanks, enthusiast. You know your stuff. That would make yeah. sense. And you would want to do that. Um, anyway, right, that just, that's just good marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Bayformers going heavy on Lincoln Park. Was there a crossover? Yeah, so like the uh, those, those Transformers movies that came out. I yeah. mean, every single one of them had a Lincoln Park theme attached to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't into those movies, so I didn't know about that. But then there was also a Gundam Lincoln Park crossover too, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Um, hmm. Zero... Um, Shinkai, Zeta Gundam is my jam, but yeah, I like Gundam Seed OPs. Now, we've talked about this before, but that Zeta Gundam American opening is oh, yeah. just as cool. Um, which Both is cool because it worked equally well. It wasn't like it was an American made piece of music. That was no. the original Zeta music. So that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ultronomous Y'all was talking about how The Mask was actually a comic before the movie. So that, that's pretty I didn't interesting. Know that. Technically a comic book movie, I guess. There you go, the first superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Zero Shinkai is saying there was a supernatural anime. However, it doesn't have any Japanese opening. Oh, ah, so you might want to look at that for some uh, inspiration. There we go. Okay. Business. Dan Vince is saying not everyone in Japan likes using opening and closing pop songs. Kohei Tanaka gave an interview where he didn't seem to be a fan of the practice. And I, I agree. It, to me, it doesn't make sense. I would not ever, if I was making something, I wouldn't lead in with, okay, let's, but when it comes to exposure, like if this guy's not worried about exposure, he's more worried about his art, you know, but if you're wanting exposure, I mean, that's the way to go. Uh, Ian is saying, I have PTSD with double Zeta's opening. Now, why is that? Is it because it's not an anime and then you realize it is an anime? Um, it's like false advertising, like right at the beginning of the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, and Ultronimus is saying that was a, a Dark Horse comic. Hyperviolent, that's pretty cool. Um, Rogue nice. New Tip, I have PTSD with Zeta's ending, but it's so good. So I, I don't know if that was a, uh, a, a joke or inception. Uh, you know, because Camille himself, 
gets his post-traumatic uh, Scirocco disorder. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Ian Hansen saying the supernatural anime uses "Carry On My Wayward Son" like it does with the live-action show. Oh. Okay. There we go. I've never seen. Never seen any supernatural. Well, I have uh, a little bit, but wasn't my choice. Um, <laughs> w- one thing was, uh, what was it? When, yeah, when Ian, when you're bringing up Supernatural, you uses the carry on, my wayward son. It reminds me how when I was watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, how it has specific pop music from those decades or generations, kind of, that it fills yeah. in, which is actually pretty neat. Um, I would have never heard the roundabout song, which seems crazy if it wasn't for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There you um, go. Let's see, Dan Vince, they used Leonard Cohen to advertise one of the Assassin's Creed games. Don't know if the song was actually in the game, though. Hmm. And that's the thing about some of those, like, uh, some of those kind of guest tracks is they don't use them in the actual piece. I mean, I don't think, I mean, Kiss from a Rose wasn't in Batman Forever at any point. Yeah, I don't um, think so. I, yeah, yeah, that's that's another good point about it because sometimes it's where they're, yeah, doing like it for the Nickelback marketing. Back song that was part of Spider Man, or was it Spider Man or Daredevil? What song? The, there was that Nickelback song. Must have been Daredevil because I never saw Daredevil. <laughs> there you go. But I mean, well, it wasn't in the movie, so it's just. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, let's see. I I'm gonna share my screen again, but I'm trying to like. It's just being weird. I was trying. It's it's doing that flickering again. I don't want to give people seizures, but um, let me because I'm going to share something here. Oh yeah, see, so chat says uh, Spider Man was uh was Nickelback. Daredevil had Evanescence. Interesting. So this would be the Evanescence song was actually in Daredevil. Oh okay. So the spider Spider Man had a Nickelback song, but that was its marketing. Yeah, just, oh, just marketing piece. Okay. All right. Well, real quick, I'm gonna and I won't have the screen on this for long since it's gonna give everyone a seizure. But uh, for GBO two, the S Gundam. So I think this is like the vanilla Sentinel Gundam because I know they have a yeah. Sentinel Gundam uh, in it. So I and Sentinel is something I probably need to research for the channel. Yeah, if you um, need a, a copy of the visual novel, let me know. I will get that oh. to you. Okay, well, I will get to you. Yeah, because I, I, I thoroughly thought there was a Sentinel Gundam, but then now there is this S Gundam. But the other one had all the crazy stuff connected to it. Yeah, so that, there's, uh, there's the S Gundam and then there's the EXS Gundam. So it's that's like, it. It's like the Superior Gundam and then the Extraordinary Superior Gundam. It was supposed uh, to be called something else, like, you know, just another Greek letter, but... I don't know. They just kind of went with S Gundam. <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense, because, yeah, that EX is the one that's currently in the game, and so, yeah, they added in this... Another one that's cool, and apparently right now it's half off for the roles in GBO2, and from what I've talked about, Lord Mobius, who is Talos, USS Talos is also his name, very active with GBO2 and in our Discord, he got it. And I think some others I've seen have got it, because so it's a half roll right now, and the chances are high to grab it. But yeah, they've also added a new map, and it's the it's pretty much the disaster area from the colony drop that like you see them testing in in 0083 or training. 
in 0083. So the middle of the map is like parts of the colony or whatever, and then uh, outside of it has the two transports. So that's actually pretty pretty neat. And that's I'm gonna... another one of those locations. You and I have talked about this before, where it's like they they keep it true to the anime, even in video games. Because like even in yeah. um Gundam Versus, that is that's a stage is the co- like the crash site. So. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Even uh, in uh, Versus, that's like one of the first Gundam games I was playing. I got like, it's just called Gundam Versus on PS4 or whatever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that has it in there. And it, it, but it's very interesting how you see these things reused, but they're never given like official names. Like, yeah. and so sometimes like, oh, that's from that. So um, anyway, that's cool because like, since, you know, I did my review recently on um, Side Stories, and it, really, since I finished that, I haven't been back to Side Stories. I've just been playing uh, GBO2. I'm back at that. Um, and, you know, for SD Gun and Battle Alliance, that was put on Game Pass, and there was new DLC. So there's DLC there, and it's pretty cheap. Like, if you want to jump ahead and get a bunch of capital or whatever and upgrade some stuff. Um, but, yeah, I've just been playing GBO2. And, yeah, it's just one of those things where I tend to not play it for a while, and then I get back into it, and then I don't. And we're we're going to have to see that uh, PC release here soon. We're, we probably will. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that last beta test went way better than, than the yeah. first one. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um, well, you know what? That's about it for today's episode. I don't know, Steven, is there anything else to bring up? That's all I've got for today. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, we didn't have to worry about this crashing, because that seems to be a random occurrence where our cast will crash. But, um, yeah, WebFox, thanks for the stream. Thanks for joining. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun with everybody. Again, like, links in the description for Steven's stuff. For some of the supporters, they have links, too, down there, but also the Discord. And feel free to join the Discord. I have a lore channel where... A lot of times I'll use stuff in the lore channel to make a video because, like, what are people talking about? What are they wanting to learn about? Then I'll kind of take it upon myself to learn about it, too, and see if a video uh, makes sense. That's actually kind of how I got the idea for the um, that video I just did on the mobile suit technology because a lot of times people do ask, how is it possible to... And I can make a video that says, well, it's an anime. No, but <laughs> I also... Um, actually... <laughs> I but no I also love to look at what could be possible so if you haven't watched that video uh check it out but uh yeah I think that's it Steven um yeah I think we're done that's it cool all right guys have a good day